But you make it, you, you, I'm gonna take the pen out of my hand. It's the one that you spray on somebody and then it'll bring them back? Well, you put it in their nose and spray it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. All yeah. of China has agreed. <laughs> um, <laughs> Welcome to Can We Talk About, a weekly podcast where we dive into discussions on varying topics and find ourselves in different waters. I'm Cat Eater. My co-host is Johnny Five. We lost the first 10 minutes of this uh, podcast this week, so there's no introduction with my co-host, and we're hopping right into the middle of a conversation. But this is what we get, so you're welcome. Can we talk about that now? I mean, we're talking... No, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, the pharmaceuticals. Like FDA-approved pharmaceuticals. Yeah. There are lozenges. There are under-the-tongue tablets. There are under-the-tongue sprays. Dissolvable tablets. Nasal sprays. Injections. Like, they're like, how many different ways can we get this drug in your body? But please, don't take it, use, or abuse it. But I don't think I don't think the FDA makes drugs, right? They just... They don't make them, but they test them and approve the testing. Right. They approve them to go out on market. They say, yes, this can go on market. Right, because in my head, I'm like... It has the power to if say no. you're, if you, Well, you're not wrong, but in my head, I'm like, a pharmaceutical company, all of those are just going to find... Like, they're going to shove it in anything that they can. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. Like, you should be able to... A perfect drug to them would be not only do adults take it, but any age can take it. Right. Which in my head means, okay, you're going to make it a gummy you're gonna make it like you know something that you don't have to take a tablet mm-hmm. and swallow whole like well and truly and honestly i think one of them here i am using reason but i think that <laughs> i think that one of the reasons they found other ways to get the fentanyl in is because if they really are focusing on cancer patients they're often not able to keep anything down long enough for that, like, pain medication to take effect. Okay, that's fair. You know? Yeah. That's the last time I'm reasonable. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. I'm going to call non-government approved, um, non-government approved produced fentanyl street made. Because whenever you look at any of their shit, they call it clandestinely made. And I'm not saying that over and over and over again. Alright, that's fine. I appreciate you. Like, get over yourself, John Wayne. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Street-made fentanyl is typically only found in powder, or like, you know, powder inside of a tablet kind of a thing. Okay. I already talked about that. National Forensic uh, Laboratory Information Systems, which basically, from my understanding, the system is from a network of forensic labs with drug chemistry sections... And any time a drug case is submitted to them, whether that's from, like, a dead person or an item that they're testing that has drugs on it or drugs that are found and they're testing what's in the drugs, that sort of shit. So, like, you know, the the forensics labs in fucking TV shows like CSI or whatever, and they're testing to see what drugs are on the things and shit like that. Okay. I got you. So, basically, that system. Yeah. Um, shows that in 2014, there were reports of fentanyl in... Um, 5,400 different tests. Jesus. By 2017, it showed up in 56,500 tests. 
both illegal and legally used. So, like, wow. you know, an okay. accidental overdose of a prescribed fentanyl versus, like, street made or whatever. Right. But that's, like, a lot different. That's, like, what, like, did you say 50,000? 56,000. So, from, from, from 5,400. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, you, yeah. you didn't say tens of thousands in the nope. first one. Nope. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's, it's about 10, th- t- uh, 10 times more. So, 5,400 to 56,500. In, like, a decade? Three years. Oh, my God, okay. 2014 to 2017. Wow, things are just getting worse is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Like, that, that, that's what that sounds like. More desperate people, you know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. Well, and I told myself I wasn't going to circle back to it, but don't forget that whole study that they had with the rats or whatever where it was like the the cages that had like overpopulation or more population ended up going to the drugs more than people that had slightly underpopulation. Right, yeah. Because those ones felt more lonely. Anyways, it's easy to bring into the US from other countries. Apparently, this is typically for Mexico and China and China is where we're getting like they're the ones making all the ingredients apparently. It's all China. Okay. Nobody else is making those ingredients. Okay. Just China. Per all the government resources that I had. Yeah. Jesus. And it's easy because there's so much going through the mail that they can't even begin to, like, try to go through enough packages to catch a measurable fraction of what's going through. Yeah. Because, you know, I I can't remember the specific numbers, but we're talking, like, 120,000 packages a day, and they're able to pull, like, 15. You know, like, that's kind of the numbers we're looking at here. Okay. There's nothing they can do. Yeah. Um... Which is wild, because do you know how many times, like, scenarios have run through my head, and I'm like, well, I think that would probably be illegal to try and send, and then I think they would totally catch, right? But with the numbers that I looked at, and how much of this is just falling through, it's like, well, I think I could send anything in the mail. I think you can. And there's just, like, a 10% chance they're going to catch me. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, I mean, well... I, I can only think of the, the, like, okay, so all of those stories of, like, you know, when you're stealing money or whatever. Well, not you, but you know what I mean? Like, if you're <laughs> if you're sending money that's, like, stolen across the way. Yeah. It's not like it's, like, oh, they got it as soon as they, the first time that they did it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always down the road at some point. Or, yeah. like, th- you know, three or four years. We've been years. doing this for ten years. We didn't even know there was anything wrong because nobody told us there was. Exactly. So, yeah. I'm, I'm not, like, too shocked. But, god damn, yeah, that is, that is, I mean, it does make you, because, yeah, I think as, like, a normal citizen, you're like, oh, okay, you know, like, I, I obviously can't do this, so I, I see the same way that you're thinking, where it's like, I would hope that they would fucking catch it, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's crazy. Right, like, I've always had, even if I wanted to, faith in the system. Yeah, that even know? if you wanted to break it, it would mm-hmm. still function, yeah. yeah. Since 2016... Sources say fentanyl has been the number one drug found in drug fatalities. Well, that would make sense if, like, you know, you don't even need a penny of it in order for you to just drop dead. Yeah, dude. Well, and I mean, just to the accessibility of it, you know what I mean? Like, you get one bag of that, that is going to stretch so fucking far to so many people. Right. And none of those people know how to dose that shit right. No. Well, they don't have to. It's not their problem. Not no, in their eyes. No, absolutely not. They just have to put a little bit in a pill, 
and then get the money for it, and then it's not their fucking monkey circus anymore. Right. So, it's killed more than 67,000 people, which is more than the number of U.S. military, all military personnel, killed in Vietnam, Iraq, and Afghanistan combined. Holy shit. Okay. Combined. Which, by the way, means a lot less people died in those wars than I thought. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, Americans. 67,000? A lot less Americans Correct. died. Correct. A lot less Americans died than I thought. Yeah. Um, so no, you'd have to go to, like, Civil War shit in order to find Americans dying. Which is crazy. Yeah, fair, huh? Yeah, that's, a <laughs> that's a good point. You're right. We just break them. We don't kill them. No, yeah, yeah. Fentanyl was the first drug that the FDA approved in a pain patch that you only had to change every three days, so extended use. Um, in 2006, I'm about to, it's funny, I'm about to hit a timeline as well. <laughs> okay. It's timeline day. Yeah. It's the vibe. Hell yeah. In 2006, they approved the buccal tablet version, which is the dissolvable tablet where you just like stick it in your mouth and then wait and it slowly dissolves kind of thing. Cool. That's probably mine. It was, okay. <laughs> it was, mine's the lollipop for sure. Lollipop? That's fun. Yeah. I didn't know they made those. Yeah, not yet, but they did. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> um, we're only in 2005 or whatever. Uh, 2006. Edgy. <laughs> <laughs> it was approved with agreement that each time it was given to a patient, they warned about the risks of use, but they did not restrict the distribution in any specific ways, though it was intended specifically for patients with breakthrough pain, which is... Breakthrough pain is so, like, let's say you have a, a chronic illness like cancer because that's where the focus usually is yeah and you're in chronic pain all Ow. the time pain oh but it sucks but it's managed well it's at like a three or a four which oh. is a lot for most people but when you have chronic pain that's a pretty good managed number yeah but then you have moments where it just shoots the fuck up and something is just fucking killing you and you can't Sound, handle it sounds like my mom so that's if you have like pain. messed up legs like knees and shit mm-hmm. okay that's the breakthrough pain. They call it BTP. BTP. And that's when your mom's like, fuck, shit hurts today in a way that it does not usually. That's the breakthrough pain. Okay. Interesting. A year after they approved this. 2006. Okay. Well, so they approved it 2006, September 2006. So September 2007, oh. they issue a public health advisory about it due to adverse events slash deaths. Oh, so almost like they didn't really do a good job testing to see like what the fuck happens when you have this drug right absolutely not and i mean let's not forget that this is like long-term dosing this is replace every three days shit this is not yeah. you take it once and then you know this is like it's on you prolonged but so really adverse events is ods you know yeah it's a really nice company term that is a For lot casualties. less scary yeah. than od so well an od does not always mean death Okay, so well, what does... Well, like, you know, like, um, with the movie where John Travolta stabs her in the heart and she's alive after. She's still OD'd. Oh, okay, I got you. Why can't I think of what that's called? When you're in a coma or whatever the fuck? No, the movie. Oh, yeah, I'm the wrong person for that. Pulp Fiction. Oh, 
Oh, I'm the right person for that. Yeah. Son of a bitch. That's why I used it, because I knew you had seen that one. Oh, God. Yes. I, I'm not going to lie. Well, I just assumed, I heard movie, and so I was like, oh, okay, I'm just going to shut off. On. Yeah, I'm just, no, I'm just going to shut off, yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> I think you've seen enough now. You could you could have a shot. Oh, now you're giving me that? You're giving me that oh, approval now? Oh, off, okay. <laughs> I got you the 2001 Space Odyssey. I got you fucking Dirty Dancing. What do you want? Yeah, me? but I was giving you a bunch of shit last time. Hold up. I was giving you a bunch of shit last time. And then you were like, uh, dude, you don't even know what this fucking movie is. Like, yeah, so. it was Dirty Dancing, I think. Yeah. And, oh, no, Super Troopers. Dude, we're just going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's still shocking to me, the shit you haven't seen. Especially because you've had Juan showing you movies. But he's sho- Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 2011, FDA approves another fentanyl product. Yay! This is the... Fo- oh, wait, hang on. I'm sorry. 2009. I skipped a year. Okay. 2009, um, FDA says that the warning labels in all handling of Fentoro, which is a specific brand, the one that has the tablet that you hang out in your mouth, needed to be stricter. Then in 2011, okay. they approve another fentanyl product. This is the fourth transmucosal immediate release fentanyl. These are immediate relief items. These are the ones that sit in your mouth, like the lollipop yeah. or that little tablet or the sprays, anything where it's being delivered to your mouth and you're not swallowing it or getting it injected is immediate. Well, injected is also immediate, but is immediate relief. Boom, pal, you got it. Okay, now I'm starting to wonder, well, this was 2011, never mind. I'm trying to think. At one point, my mom was getting me sprays for my strep throat because I would get strep throat, like, really fucking bad in, like, early 2000. Those are usually, um... I think those are usually coding. Okay. Oh, but maybe... Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Okay. I was thinking in my head, like, they got discontinued. But I remember... But I don't think that's what happened. At some point, my mom was like, yeah, we can't get any more of those because they say that, like, your your throat is just... It's becoming immune to that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I literally just had to, like, take... It, it was awful. I had to yeah. take some kind of prescription. It tastes like bubble gum or whatever the fuck they had. And I had to hope for the best. Oh. Until I got my tonsils taken out when I was like in sophomore year, which yeah. was great because now I almost never get sick. It's fucking great. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I also got my tonsils taken out. It's fucking great. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's like I used nice. to get sick like three or four times a year and now it's like nothing compared to that. Um. Well, yeah. And it's not like severe, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Um. Sorry. So Didn't no, to you're totally fine. So that's the fourth one that does that. I mean, when we're talking immediate, I'm not... You know, you're not taking a pill and waiting 20 to 40 minutes. For no, it no, no. It's like effect. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so much more open to... Abuse. Abuse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, six months later, another fentanyl product. So we're in, still in 2011. This is crazy. They they approve another fentanyl product, and it's another immediate relief. Uh and, oh my God. and again, it matters because these are the ones that people are going to abuse. These are the ones that people are going to be like, ooh, yeah, I want to get high right now. And then right. they just go and take it. Yeah. You know, that immediate, this is what I want, this is what I get, trains your brain. And really, that addiction road is so much faster with something like that. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yes. Meanwhile, they've, you know, approved all these things and do it back to back, like six months apart. And then they're like, oh, we're supporting the White House Office of National Drug Control Policy and everything that does. Like, they're like, 
Like, there's this report that they put out about America's prescription drug abuse crisis, and they're like, we support this this report that they've sent out. Yeah. And they're holding meetings about how to ensure safe use of the products and holding meetings where they listen to testimonies about opioid use and how to ensure the safety of opioid products. Like, oh, we really shouldn't be making more of these and allowing... Well, you shouldn't be making more of these and we shouldn't be allowing more of these out, but we're going to keep doing that anyways and approve another one. Like, I don't get it. They got and a lot of balls on the table, that's is what, what that I'm sounds like. Like they're playing both sides. Yeah. And it's like they're providing funds to a university to develop a statewide collaboration to lower rates of misuse, abuse, and overuse of opioids while approving more opioids, the same exact ones that are becoming a problem. Like, in 2012, they hold a scientific workshop where the discussion of making naloxone available to communities could reduce OD deaths. And naloxone is um, the drug that counteracts uh, opioids in the human body. Interesting. We'll okay. go into that. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. You did, but marketing's a motherfucker. Oh, okay. They also approved and funded, etc., multiple programs, one that included new labeling for opioids opioids and optional classes for um prescribers so doctors people that are prescribing the drugs yeah optional classes about extended release and long acting ones too so not even the immediate ones these are the long acting long they don't it takes a long time and it's not a big high and they're the ones that nobody's really abusing in the first place I think what's also frustrating is that it's optional. Optional! <laughs> yeah. I have it in all fucking caps here. Like, if you really think this is a problem, if you really feel like this is an epidemic that's coming your way, if you really are concerned, why aren't you making these medical professionals that are in charge of people's lives and safety take the fucking classes? I would hope that a doctor who doesn't take that class just doesn't ever prescribe that kind of shit you know what i mean like if you're not gonna know like what something does or take the extra time to know like can you really i mean you can because they do like in, it's america right so like their whole thing is like i'm gonna try to make as much money as possible so if i get a little bump or, or like a bonus for prescribing right this because you were bullshit medicine companies. exactly then it's like well then they for whatever reason get to have that right to do that which, which is, is a fun. huge part of the problem by the way because like you're sitting here and you're like so they set up this system for the for everybody to like be tracked on how much of these things that they're prescribing to people and shit like that like the opioids yeah like specific ones like they're like how much morphine did you prescribe today how much this did you prescribe today you know so that mm -hmm. they can keep track of who's over prescribing that shit yeah and then you want to know what they're doing in response sending mail outs saying, hey, you really shouldn't do this. Here's an informational pamphlet as to why not. Like, nothing worse than that? Like, nope. no... Wow, okay. Well, then you can you really say that you're enforcing it then? Okay, right. That's what I'm saying. And, I mean, you're sitting here and you're telling me that this shit fucking matters. Again, you're telling me this shit fucking matters, right? You make it so that you say this is wrong we should be watching this we're over prescribing it it's a problem and mind you you're a government entity yeah you're part of the government and then another part of the government's like yeah that's cool we're also gonna allow 
doctors to, instead of like working for themselves or the insurance or whatever, however the hell it works, we're going to slowly transition into the system where the best way for doctors to make their money and get their like stuff is by prescribing this shit because the pharmaceutical companies give you bumps because you prescribe that shit. Right. And so now we're sitting here saying like they actively are sending shit out where it's like they're doing studies about people prescribing shit versus actually caring for things. Yeah. Instead of just like pumping out drugs to band-aid it. Right. You know? And they're like, this is a problem because we're just telling people to take these pills and band-aid their problems instead of actually solving the core cause of the problem. Right. You know, we're not preventative caring. Yeah. And we're not even like repair caring. We're just popping shit in people's mouths to get them out the door and make us money. Yeah. And like, they're saying that's a problem while still continuing to allow it to occur. And it's like, you cannot have it both ways. You have to pick a side. You either have to admit you're a piece of shit and let us continue to be used and abused by pharma companies. Right. Or you need to stand your fucking ground, put your fucking foot down, and make it so that they can't do this anymore. Right, you yeah. You can't have it both ways. What I will say, because I had listened to a podcast about fentanyl in like the last like few weeks or so, mm-hmm. and it's kind of starting to, like, I'm, I'm remembering it as we're going through it. One of the the things that they were saying is that fentanyl is like super popular right now because the drugs that you actually want to get are becoming harder to get from your dealer. So the way that a dealer works is that they basically they kind of go off of it's it's like a like you were I'm assuming you're going to bring this up at some point, but like the stock exchange and that kind of shit, it's mm-hmm. almost like stocks in the sense of like if something is becoming illegal or you can't get it anymore, that's the shit that they start sending out. Because you can you can send it out for more. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's much more money at that point. Yeah. So I think, like in, at least in my head, in my in my pea sized brain, you know, uh, when if they ever made fentanyl like not okay and that kind of shit, which I don't even know if you're gonna go into that. Maybe they did at some point. If they ever make it not okay, then I think their fear is that the drug dealers will start to like issue that shit constantly and then even more people will die from like overdosing and shit just because i i would assume at this point i think everybody knows like how bad fentanyl is and like you get fentanyl laced drugs and that kind of shit then you're fucked but i don't think as a dealer you tell people that right like you're just like oh no i got the good good shit like here's your normal good good just really good math right which is super fucked up so i mean that's that's that if you want to listen to, to like, that kind of shit of, like, um, how to fix it or that kind of stuff, like, a positive outlook or, mm-hmm. like, what we could do, th- go to Factually. That's where they talk about that kind of shit. Anyways, continue. Um, well, you, like, a paragraph early have, tan- like, kind of perfectly... Oh, that I fucked it up? Uh. No, you just perfectly are, like, transitioning me. So I'm going to add and then respond. Okay. Um... <sighs> In 2012, they hold a scientific workshop where the discussion of making naloxone available to... Oh, I said that part. They also approved, funded... um, Oh, I said that shit. Oh, here we go. 2015, they approved Narcan, which is naloxone nasal spray, for public use. That's good, though, from what I understand. Narcan is the one that helps with, like, if you're OD'd. It's the one that you spray on somebody and then it'll bring them back. Well, you put it in their nose and spray it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah you know. Yeah, like bear spray. on the counter yeah. or something. 
Um, just mace them. <laughs> yeah, so that's it's naloxone nasal spray is what Narcan is. All right, cool. Um, so here's what I'm gonna say in response to, um, all the shit that I just dumped on you. Well, kind of, yeah. So like, if the numbers get worse when they actually, so they're currently in the middle of like passing a bill that's going to change it from a Schedule Two to a Schedule One. Um, okay uh drug yeah yeah that makes it worse right the one is worse than yeah it's a yeah. mandatory minimum 10 year prison sentence okay for having fentanyl or fentanyl related stuff yeah they're talking ingredients salts uh whatever literally shit. anything to make fentanyl or fentanyl itself you can yes. go okay yeah um if you have a hundred grams or more that's the cutoff, which 100 grams is not a lot. So I found no. that sugar is um, really close in molecular weight to fentanyl. Fentanyl. Okay. And so I looked at 100 grams of sugar. Yeah. And, you know, did that to kind of look. And I mean, it's. It's like a handful? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Which I guess would really be a lot of fentanyl when you think about how little you need. But That's fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not like you have to have a kilo or some shit to no. go to prison for a long time for it. So there's that. They're in the middle of doing that. And Jelly Roll, Jelly Roll's like a musician. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Very yeah. Good. Um, That's why I was like, how the fuck did we get here? <laughs> well, he went to the hearings. He went to the hearing and he did a testimony. Oh, really? Yes. And he was like, listen, I know that I'm just a musician guy. I'm not going to add a butt on the end of that. I'm just going to tell you, like, my side of the fentanyl story here. You okay. Know? And he's like, I used to deal drugs, and I think it, I thought it was a victimless crime. And, you know, I, I realized that that's not the case, and I was incredibly wrong. And this is a really serious thing that's happening here. And he said how many people um, died last year to it. Mm -hmm. And then he said, that's equivalent to this many a day which i'm gonna get into and that's about equivalent to a 747 uh, shit um crash yeah what's the fuck like occupant capacity oh, oh wow okay yeah it's like well, that's a, a good way to phrase full it. Full 747. That's a good way to phrase it. Well, and he did. He was like, and you know, I just can't imagine the absolute uproar and outcry we would be experiencing if a 747 a day was crashing. Mm -hmm. But because of how it is, drug he, addicts, right? Yeah, there is no outcry. We are responding differently. Yeah. Well, it's not all at the same time, too. I guess it is all at the same time, That's but you know what day. I mean? Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's not like all, like, you know, 700,000 people dying at once. At, at once. Yeah. 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 Like in front of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So, um, it's here much, I are guess it's some worse. raw numbers. Well, I want to note that all of this shit's happening. They're like, oh, we're we're totally caring about what's happening here and and saying you have options to take classes and you know right. shit like that right yeah media and and 2015's the cutoff day for that so 50 people a day are dying at that point which Jesus. i guess really when you put how many people there are that's not a lot but to the 50 people that just had somebody die 50's a lot yeah you know yeah do i even actually know 50 people i'm not sure 
You know? Oh, you. I. I well, totally listen. Do. I know that I have 120 people at my work, but right. do I know them? No, I'm. I know what you meant, but oh, even okay. with the people that you know, I still know 50 people. I can think of 50 people. You think so? Yeah. That's gross. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, raw numbers in 2011, it was 4.5 people a day ODing with uh, fentanyl or fentanyl related. Yeah. That's seven percent of the opioid deaths. Twenty sixteen, it's fifty point two people a day. That's forty three percent of opioid deaths. Hmm. Twenty twenty one, hundred and eighty four point four people a day. Okay. <laughs> Out of two hundred and twenty that are dying a day to opioid deaths, that's eighty five percent of all opioid. Holy deaths. shit! Okay. OD deaths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 2023, that finished off at 306.8 people a day. So they're doing a really good job of getting this under control. Totally. That's what you're saying. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally doing a good job. Yeah. <laughs> God. So let's talk about naloxone, Whew. which I'm going to call it naloxone for a majority of the time because fuck marketing. Okay. Narcan is the brand that is selling naloxone nasal spray okay it's the um let me think of a it's the orida of potato fries is it the lays or is it the okay well no because you can think of five different chip brands that are all also lays that aren't also lays no oh doritos yeah, well, uh, he doesn't know it's Doritos. I Fritos. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, Frito kettle, and Lay's. Kettle brand chips. Ruffles. And Yeah, thank you, Ruffles. Yep. Okay. Tim's Cascade. Oh, wait, no, hold Pringles. There we go. Pringles? Okay. Yeah. You can think of different chip brands. There's only, there's only one of these people think of. There are multiples out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Narcan's the winner. Right, yeah. So the drug that counteracts, uh, counteracts opioids in the human body is naloxone. Jack Fishman and Dr. Moses Lewinstein applied for one of the first patents for naloxone, and it was created and patented in 1961 and FDA approved in 1971. Wow, that's a lot like earlier than I was yes. anticipating. I ended up going through this whole timeline because I was trying to find the year that the FDA approved... Um, Naloxone or Narcan? Um, fentanyl. For years. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could not find the year for that. Interesting. So, but all I could, all I found was, and it was rapidly used. That's the, it was soon thereafter used, like stuff like that. Okay. So I don't think it took a decade like this. Took a decade. Yeah. Anyways, Narcan is the brand, not the medicine. The medicine is naloxone. Okay. The chemical compound. And the company that produces it sues competitors that come onto the market. Well, yeah, that's what people do. That's like the NFL. And the company that came onto the market with another nasal spray of naloxone Mm -hmm. won the first round of being sued. They were like, no, like... You can get nasal spray in nearly anything. You can't say that the nasal spray portion of your stuff is where your patent lies. 
yeah. other people can nasal spray things. Right, and that's how it should be. And they took it to appeals. The company that owns Narcan took it to appeals and said, no, this is ours. These people can't do Narcan nasal sprays. Jesus. And they still won. The The competing company still won. Because yeah, yeah. fuck off. Right, yeah. Also, like, tell me you're doing shit for the wrong reason without telling me you're doing shit for the wrong reason. Right, yeah. Like, fuck no. We have... We're losing an airplane full of people a day. No, you can't make this too. Yeah, that's weird. It's yeah. It's disgusting. Um, I looked further into it, and that company's going under. The one that, that lost? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes oh, sense. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Wait, yes, yeah. So the one that owns Narcan. Yeah. Narcan's everywhere, but that company is fucked. So it's emergent... It's like emergent, uh, I'm just going to call them emergent bio. Okay. But it's emergent, um, like machines or something like that. I can't think of the word. And they're owned by um, emergent biologicals. Okay. So Narcan is owned by emergent machines or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. And then they're owned by emergent bio. So really the daddy company here is emergent bio. So, Emergent Bio was one of the many pharma companies paid by the U.S. government to make the COVID vaccines. Because, you know, they found the recipe and all that shit. They figured it out. And then they were like, okay, we need anybody that's capable of making vaccines to make these vaccines. Like, that was the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So, they ended up paying a bunch of people to do that. And then, like, you know, Johnson & Johnson oversaw them very loosely. Yeah, yeah. Unless there was a problem. And then they really came in. So, they did. But in March of 2021... I thought I put the year in here. I think it was 2021. They wrecked millions of COVID vaccine doses. This company did. Hmm. By contaminating them with ingredients meant for an AstraZeneca vaccine. So like a completely different medicine mixed in with it. What Um, the fuck? Okay. Yeah. Like, how do you even fuck up that hard? Yeah. An inspection found, like, like, um, FDA comes in. And and does an inspection. Right. And they found that their Baltimore, Maryland plant was unsanitary and unsuitable to manufacture the vaccines. It was, quote, not maintained in a clean and sanitary condition and was not of suitable size, design, and location to facilitate cleaning, maintenance, and proper operations. Okay. Which means... What the fuck? Why are you doing anything then? Well, then, like, how can you... That means that they, like, cramped this big operation into a tiny fucking space that was too small yeah. for them to even clean it? Right. Like, that's no space. That's like some banana farmer shit. For sure. Yeah. That is some backwater... That's some good fellas shit. Yeah. Actually, I have too much respect for them. That is not some good fellas shit. <laughs> they run, they run a, a fit machine. Okay. Then they announced that they mutually agreed with the government and their contract to make the vaccines sure okay they're they stocks- got told not to yeah <laughs> they the the government said mm, i think we're done here yeah their stocks take a huge plummet 37 percent. damn okay that's huge and they keep downhilling from there like immensely so like just to give you an understanding of what we're talking here the company has been around since 1998 and from what i can see which lazily available is uh 2006 and forward okay they've never been a big hitter always under like the 50 dollar per share mark cool okay that's my kind of shit 
from January to <laughs> August. Sorry, but... No, you're good. From January to August, um, 2020, they shoot up. Whee! I mean, we're talking $133 a share. Jesus Christ. Oh, if I would have known. <laughs> I know, right? In June, or sorry, and then they botched that shit in March two, 2021. It was 2021. Okay. And they go down to $60 a share. Oh, well, that lose... sounds like also my kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> then they lose their contract in November. Investigations take a while. Yeah. Then they hit $33 a share. And in June, their CEO retires, Ooh, which it's good to be never... old in moments like that, though. Yeah. Because it's like, no, we're not failing. I'm just old, and it's time for me to retire. Right, yeah. No, that motherfucker's jumping shit. <laughs> in, so that's June. June, he retires. August, they announce cuts, including a reduction in operations at their Baltimore, Maryland facility. <laughs> Come on. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Then they're going to dump all their hopes and dreams into Narcan. Everything's going to be Narcan. They're going to push the Narcan. Right. They're going to make the Narcan. That's the plan. Of course they don't want other companies to be capable of making something similar. Right. Like They want to be the only ones to try to get it back up to where it was. Right. Because yeah. currently they're sitting at $2 a share. Wow. Okay. So they I don't touch those ones. need Narcan. Yeah. They kind of need it. Wow, so that really is good marketing then. Yeah, because there really are, there's there's multiple companies out there, and there's other ways. They have, you know, like the EpiPens where it's like the one dose Yeah, you stab someone in, in the chest with it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're supposed to do it in their thigh, I think. Uh, I know. But We're both first aid certified, and I don't know. I know. Well, yeah, you put it in, yeah, you put it in a flabby part. You're not wrong. Yeah, you put neat, it in the right? arm or the, or the thigh, yeah. Yeah. I just said chest because I was thinking of like. Pulp fiction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. But so I guess uh, go ahead. <laughs> I was about to say maybe I guess a titty, but yeah, the top. <laughs> but um, so I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. Um, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Wow, that feels good. Good marketing. Also, yeah, no podcasting on a fucking bed sounds really cool. Now, right, this very moment where I get to lean back because my hips hurt, I'm feeling pretty luxurious. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> a queen this is what we do. We need to just get. Peasants. We just need to get two beds, and that can be part of the thing for our podcast. I was gonna say if we ever go live, we're just gonna have beds on the fucking stage. Fuck yes, <laughs> I'm so here for that. Okay, anyways, or like recliners. Yeah yeah hell yeah okay. oh dude <laughs> moving on um but yeah there are multiple ones including the single use injection ones where you just like stab it into somebody and don't have to know anything about what you're doing to save their life right so like there's other options and don't get me wrong if your option is a nasal spray or a shot i'll take a nasal spray but the nasal spray is less effective by quite a bit hmm. so you get way more like solubility when it's injected uh and shit like that versus yeah. when it's into the nose i think it's like 20 percent or some shit interesting 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 narcan has generated 1.44 billion dollars since 2018 i'm not surprised like i said that the fact that i thought that that's a really good thing why the fuck isn't that everywhere right now mm -hmm. Th that's that's yeah 1.4 yes. billion like i would think it would be much higher well, and just in the last couple of years, they, like, it, it might even have been, like, last year. Yeah. I don't remember. I saw it somewhere, but I don't think I put it down anywhere. 
it was approved for over-the-counter, so you can just go buy it now. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, clinicians often prescribe naloxone to patients when they prescribe them opioids, which, like, I understand the intent there is good, but it feels very, um, the capital where, like, they're all feasting, and then they, like, drink that drink to throw everything up because they're too full, yeah. and they go back to feasting again, and it's like, oh, you're just going to give me the naloxone, and then I'm going to OD, take the naloxone, OD, take the naloxone. Like, yeah. is that really going where you want to go? Well, I guess if your options are dead or not, it's still where you want to go. Yeah. But, but there's something <laughs> gross about it. You're not wrong. It's disgusting. The FDA also recently approved Zimmy, which is a the pre-filled syringe with a single dose. Okay. And studies show that the nasal... Oh, here it is. Device uh, tends to lower... Um, to deliver lower blood levels of naloxone. So it's less uh, Less, potent. Yeah, less potent. Yeah. It's not as bad. Um, the only other thing I have to add on here is that Biden met with President Xi? Z? Xi Jinping? Sure. Current. Chinese president. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Um, which, as a reminder from the beginning, is where all of the ingredients are coming from. Right. Um, and he got him slash, you know, China. All of China has agreed. Um, <laughs> to uh, significantly lower shipments of those chemicals. I like how you said shipments. 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 <laughs> I don't know. Right? Shipments. <laughs> It's just great. Go ahead. Keep going. You're good. You're good. You're good. Uh, Of these chemicals, which are coming to us either directly from China or uh, to to Mexico and then here. So to wrap it back around a bit, there's an episode that we recorded at some point that had the China AMA or whatever, because I didn't have a lot at the time, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think we've ever posted that. And I don't think we ever will because it's one of the ones that is like garbage. So I wanted to kind of do that with you saying China and all that kind of stuff. Oh, you said China. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So unfortunately you would be, the the reason why I never made a huge episode about it was because the China ask or ask China subreddit is not big. Uh, We, we, I know I already told you this, but for people who are listening, the, for the for, the forces the forces that be in China are like super strict when it comes to internet and what you can and can't listen to and all that kind of shit. So and that's kind of described in like a couple of my answers that I got. So there's not a lot of people that are like gonna answer. Uh, hey, what's like everyday life in China like? And so to to go to all of that, I basically asked like, hey, what is everyday life in China? Hello, I'm from the U.S. and would just like a sense of, like, what's it like in China. These are just some of the things that come to mind, and I'd rather hear it from the source than somewhere else. I appreciate your time and hope you have a wonderful day. What plays on the TV? How free is the Internet? How's the health care system? How is homosexuality treated culturally and legally? Are women paid equally to men? What does voting look like? Are these things not available that you think should be? What does homelessness look like out there? If you could live anywhere else in the world, would you for how long? Okay, hang on. I have a quick question. Hmm. These are like the exact same questions I asked Russia. Yeah, pretty much. Wicked. Because I was interested into 
into what they were. I feel like those things define their daily or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so the first answer and only answer that I got for a while was TV, no differences in types, I think. Quiz show, and this is from a person who's definitely from China because they put in Chinese text in Mm. some of their stuff, in the stuff. So they said quiz shows, reality shows, dating programs, talk shows, news program, finance and economics program, sports program, life service program, TV series, etc. Internet, not Twitter, just Weeaboo. Not Reddit, just Baidu Tiaba, or however it's pronounced. Mm -hmm. Not Google, just Baidu. Not WhatsApp, Line, Telegram, just WeChat, QQ, not Quora, just Zihu. Not Tinder, just Soul slash Momo. Not LinkedIn, just my my. Not YouTube, just Billy Billy, because the Great Firewall contaminates DNS. Chinese uh, Chinese cannot connect to these famous foreign websites. We cannot talk about politics to rebut government or attend a protest rally. Homosexuality. Lots of old Chinese don't treat homos well and think they are insane because they can't get a marriage or reproduce a baby. But young Chinese treat homos equally. Men pay money more than women. By the way, women are not treated equally. Voting. Nobody knows who candidates are, but we can vote randomly. Usually we vote for the CEO of a company or principal of university. Homelessness. When I was a child, homelessness looked messy in the roadside. I don't know where homeless is now. Okay, I would like to. I would like to live in America or the north of Europe in my rest of life. So that's that's from. Okay, the where the homeless thing is fair though, because like even America does that, where they just kind of like shove them off somewhere else. Right. Yeah, you're not wrong. Like a large reason that we have. Um, so many homeless here is because we're, like, nice to them. I, I suppose, yeah, you're not wrong, yeah. And so, like, we're one of the homeless sanctuary cities kind of a thing. Right. And so it's a large reason why there's a bunch here. Here, and, and there's one in Colorado that's the same. Go ahead. And then this is from, uh, this is from a different person that says, I'm also an American, but through working with Chinese companies, traveling in China, and learning Chinese, these are answers I have searched for directly from Chinese people as well. Of course, on here and from me there, on here and from me there is the bias of Chinese who speak or are interested in English. I am in my mid-30s. I can't answer about the TV, but the internet is very restricted. Many websites Americans are used to are not accessible, and Chinese platforms are heavily censored. For example, I've had words like Hong Kong and Taiwan also uh, auto censored. Whoa! Most, yeah, most Chinese I know aren't bo- yeah aren't bothered by this. They're used to the Chinese websites and can't access what they want. And if they want to access anything else, they can use a VPN. But this is a gray area. Younger Chinese will claim that it's no problem, but many of my friends in their 30s with kids choose to not take the risk. Anyone on Reddit in China is using a VPN. So even that person that I was... Healthcare access still seems inconsistent. Something interesting is unless you pay more... Unless you pay more, you are expected to take care of daily needs of someone in the hospital. So if my friends have a sick parent, they are often in the hospital. Okay, so... Like they're in the hospital taking care of their payments on the daily shit. Right. Yeah. Younger people say being homosexual is fine. You just aren't able to be loud about it, and it won't be on mainstream media. So this is true about many things. Chinese media shows 
shows the standard monolith version of China the government wants, but they don't necessarily stop you from having a different lifestyle. There's a lot of pressure to marry, and many guys and lesbians will marry just to satisfy their families. So that's like, you know, 90s, 80s, like yeah. I guess probably up until now bullshit. Yeah. Even that, I, I think even now some of them probably still do, which is sad. Men will say women are equal. Women do not. <laughs> voting is not only, <laughs> voting is only for more local politicians. Then those local politicians vote for the higher levels. But I'm still confused about exactly who votes. And that seems on purpose. Yeah. And from the other guy, or from the other person's perspective of it's random, it sounds very yeah. random, yeah. Homelessness is not as visible in the U.S. I've heard they try to get people back to their hometowns. I'm interested in the reality of this problem more. An interesting trend I noticed in the last seven years working with Chinese companies, when I started a lot of people seemed interested in visiting or living in the U.S., now, many seem to have no interest in leaving China. They would rather say they would travel around China before going to a different country. Of course, this is not everyone, and once the borders open, I'm sure many Chinese will be excited to travel again. Although their government is currently not renewing or administering passports. Going to university abroad has been popular. It used to be a huge help to get a job, but I think its perception is changing. And then he also added i hope that you get some more answers from chinese unfortunately the sub isn't super active which that he was not wrong <laughs> yeah because so, they are opening themselves up if so, they are able to get on reddit so for the users names that for that last one that i just read was reality far five nine six five so i appreciate you yeah and then you. the other person was interesting underscore victory six also appreciate you as interesting well. so uh no, that was like a year ago so i just yeah. wanted i needed to throw that in there like mm -hmm for some somehow to like wrap it up so if you yeah. are i don't know listening to fentanyl and then you're like oh shit i never got anything about china now you get a little bit of china too so there you go yeah so thank you for that yeah. back to fentanyl they don't fucking care they don't fucking <laughs> care and like let's be real it's making them all the money in different ways and then it's also helping like curb i mean i don't know how many babies are born a day it's like, wasn't it? It's just like Is it every second control? kind of thing. <gasps> That's so many. There's a baby every second. It's like you get a new person every second because there's not enough people that die in the world to compensate. Well, let's start giving them all fentanyl. <laughs> God. How many people are born every day in the United States? Oh, in the United States? That's different. How many people are born in the U.S. each day? In 2021, the CDC reported a total of 3,664,292 births, or about 10,000 births per day, but it's worth noting doctors shouldn't expect to see perfectly even birth rates year-round. Huh. That's so many. Yeah, but how many people die? How many people die in the U.S. every day? So we had 10,000? Information from World Population Review. We're still growing by 2,000 a day. Jesus Christ. That's unsustainable. And that's just U.S. Yeah. A lot of people die in China every day. They were There's the not enough one, houses. Actually. They were the number one. There's not enough houses. China was the number one. Jesus. Fuck that. There's enough houses. They're all fucking empty. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. Oh, They're okay. too expensive. Yeah. Like, there's not enough houses, and then there's... Oh, my God. At least all the rats have somewhere to be, right? You say that. Well, <laughs> the empty houses are great uh, for them. Yeah, but no, but those ones aren't warm. 
Those <laughs> ones aren't warm now. I know that. Oh. I fucking... It doesn't matter where I go. <laughs> this is... I need to... T- Amy was telling me that I need to talk to her therapist about that shit. And I was like, I probably should. Are you hearing still? The- it's not hearing. It's knowing. I know because we, it was like all of us were having a party and then they like, I went out and smoked, like I didn't smoke with them, but they were smoking. And so I was like, okay, yeah, I'll come down and hang out because I don't want to be alone. And so we, we all saw rats running up the side of the, the, like into the apartment. And I was like, like, like up the wall and that kind of shit. And I was like, the, like, am I crazy? And they're like, no, no, you're not crazy. That's like, that's actually, they've gotten shit to the point where. Mark or not Mark. Uh, John's car, his truck, is in the shop because rats ate his fucking uh, like the sensors in his in his truck. I bet you your guys's specific building you're in has a worse problem than everybody else's because you have the dumpsters right there. Well, there's it's in the it's all around because there's not just that set of dumpsters. I know, but, but I'm I just know what saying, you're saying. Yeah, yeah like proximity wise. Yeah. Like, that's the perfect setup. It's just frustrating. You should definitely see a therapist. I should, because I was telling her, I was like, the problem, if we're just, if this is, you know, this is just. Yeah. This is, this is my, uh, my therapist session. Okay. The it's problem, been like a year. The many, the many problem. And now for our ad from BetterHelp. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God damn, that would be perfect. I know. Sweet <laughs> sponsors, because that's funny as hell. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I don't know. I just when I was doing the whole like when I started researching it, I really just wanted to understand it and more about it, and it turned into this weird thing where it was like, oh, so people are pretending like they want to do shit about it, but nobody's actually doing anything about it. Yeah, and then I, why should they? And I honestly can't remember what idea the person that was doing that episode came up with it was because because he always asks like hey what if you were in charge like if you Mm -hmm. what what needs to happen Mm -hmm. and i don't know from my understanding it's like like with anything drug related it's like as in a perfect world if you're getting a drug off of the street or at a pharmaceutical company it would be the exact same in the sense of like i know or or it's better better yet it would be like getting a getting booze at like anywhere i know when i get like i don't know a shot of fucking coke or (laughs) not canuck jesus christ i don't drink often obviously if i get like a a makers and coke or whatever the fuck i know what a a tall drink or a a shot of that or a double shot of that i know how how fucked up i'm gonna get with that so Mm -hmm. i can easily be like okay this is when i need to stop and all that kind of stuff it's much easier for me to know how fucked up i'm gonna get when I'm getting, like, I don't know, fucking Coke off of the street, I don't know how much Coke. I don't know if it's laced with some random-ass shit. I don't yeah. know what's the right dosage. You know what I mean? Like, you need to know, in a perfect world, you'd know what the dosage is. you know that you would have a safe place to do it, and you would be surrounded by people who could, like, help you out if you fucking passed out or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck. So you'd have a safe place to do it. You would have... All of the knowledge of knowing, oh, okay, this is how fucked up I'm going to get, that kind of thing. Okay, so those are safe dosing centers or whatever the fuck they're called. Exactly, yeah. Which, there are a few that are not legal, they're federally illegal, but Mm -hmm. they are sanctioned by the city. 
like New York's governor or whoever the fuck he is was like, we're not going to come after you. Right. Do the thing. Yeah, that's I know that like uh, Canada's got a few of them too. Canada's had them for a hot minute. Yeah. And then this gal that's from Canada came down here was like, can we do this? And they were running it ill. Well, it's always illegal, but unsanctioned yeah, yeah. for a really long time. And then finally, they were like, "Yeah, okay, this is kind of a big deal. We'll let you do it." You yeah, know? yeah. Um, but that's what they do. They're there. They care. They yeah. intervene if they need to. They show you how to rotate veins so you're not putting it all in the same vein every time and collapsing your veins. Right. They do all that shit. You know, they make sure your dose isn't too high. They do all that shit. Mm -hmm. And it's good. And then they're like, and then on the long term, we'll be able to promote them seeking out services and da-da-da-da-da. Because once it's destigmatized, they're more willing to talk about it. And they're more willing to try and undo it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, leading philosophical leaders on that and all of that stuff really disagree, you know, whether or not that works or doesn't work. As far as finding, like, curing the addiction part of that goes. Right. Um, But at least they're not dead, I guess. That's kind of what I was thinking is rather than trying to lower the ceiling, you raise the floor. Right. Right. Okay. Cut your losses. That's sometimes better than, oh, because how many times has Prohibition fucking worked? None. Right. But from a government's point of view... Oh, I get it. You is don't want to promote. Is it more sustainable? No. Is it more sustainable to just have those people die? Or is it more sustainable to support them? I guess you're not wrong. But also, if you're. Oh, man, I mean. But again, what's the shit? point of your government? Is it to care for its people or is it a business? Right, yeah. That, yeah, that's really where that's coming to ever since you told me about the anarchy one it comes up a lot for me (laughs) i mean i can't wait for that second episode to come out of that i'll let you know more i'm telling you right now that i'm about to find out at 30 that my 13 year old self knew more than i did and i am in fact an anarchist (laughs) (laughs) like that's what i'm finding out i'm finding out that 13 year old me was right all along (laughs) god damn it yeah, man. Well, yeah, this is the the wrong time to get hope for humanity, I suppose. But yeah, uh, or the best time. But we're the hope. <laughs> the light shines brightest in the darkness, right? Or I guess we're not. We're no. We're in our thirties now. Yeah. So. <laughs> Wait, you're not. So I you're, know that's why you're such a bitch. <laughs> but Where I'm can close they find enough. you, you son of a motherfucker? Uh, <laughs> they can. They can find me at. Triple uh, X Johnny Five Triple X. That's for Lee Chess and fucking Twitch. And then if you want to find me on Reddit and Chess.com, you can find me. At I am the Johnny Five. Where can they find you? Fuck you can find me at Cat Eater. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at Cat Eater on all the stuff. And just for the spirit of not ever letting one of these go smooth and perfectly, since I was just re-listening to an old one, and you were like, "No, we're never gonna have one of these go smoothly." I just need to talk about this one not going smoothly to make it not smooth. Very good. Good? Okay. Look for an Instagram. (laughs) Love you, bye!